Good evening. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is May 5th, and we begin with some words of comfort from Matthew 28, verse 20, where Jesus says, Behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. We pray. O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my paths and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's from Psalm 139. Over the years, I've been asked on several occasions, why do we need a catechism? Why don't we just use the Bible to teach? In fact, there are church bodies that reject things like catechisms and creeds and claim to teach only the Bible, which is a noble sentiment, but if you scratch the surface, you will find that they have some system of teaching that they follow. Um, We all do. We all have these preconceived notions and, and the like that we, uh, we follow. And this is because we receive ideas. We process them. And we communicate them. The catechism is communication of what we've received from the scriptures. It draws from the entirety of God's word and it summarizes what God is saying to us, what he is teaching us in his word. It communicates the fullness of God's word because it relays what God has said, much as a a sermon does on Sunday morning. You know, we, we don't complain, well, we may complain if a sermon is too long or not interesting, but we don't complain about the idea that the pastor gets up and and teaches But sometimes people get uncomfortable with the idea that we've written these ideas down and more people say, yes, that's what I believe. And and that's what the catechism does. It it is this gathering of, of writings from Martin Luther that many people have come together to say, yeah, I believe that that's what the scriptures teach. The catechism draws from and applies God's word to you. It takes from God's word, and then it gives it to you. As we approach the small catechism in these evening devotions, its value is not in the fact that Martin Luther wrote it. Its value is in the fact that it rightly reflects what God teaches in the Bible. Should should you accept that on my word? No. But you should use these reflections on the catechism as a jumping in point, a place to start asking questions, and an opportunity to explore God's word. Acts 17.10 and and the following verses tell of Paul's missionary journey to Berea. And it says that those who heard Paul's message there were of noble character and that they searched the scriptures, the part of the Bible that we would call the Old Testament— regarding his teaching. And I'd encourage you to take the same attitude toward the small catechism and frankly toward anything that I ever say on here. Hear what it has to say. Then search the scriptures and see if it's right. Listen to what the catechism says and then go back to the Bible 
and see if it's right. If you choose to dig into the catechism, I'm just going to say up front, it's going to be helpful to you to have a copy for yourself. And I recommend an addition with an explanation. The explanation section uh, is something that's added on to the, uh, the small catechism. It's not actually part of the catechism. Luther didn't write it. Um, but the explanation section both expands on what the catechism says, and it also offers steps back into the Bible to see where the teaching comes from. Now, I've, I've put some links into the, the notes uh, for this devotion uh, on, uh, on the blog there uh, for my favorite edition of the small catechism. Uh, and you can get it both in book format and, and as an app for your, your Apple phone or your, your Android phone, but whatever you decide to do. What I'm talking about here in the evenings, it's not about my ideas. It's not about Luther's ideas. It's about reflecting what God says. As we pray tonight, let's pray the third petition of the Lord's Prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. O God, your will is done even without our prayers, but we pray that it may be done among us also. Please break and hinder every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow your name or let your kingdom come. Strengthen and keep us firm in your word and faith until we die. Let your good and gracious will be done. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Uh, I'm adding questions to the uh, the end of these devotions, just to, something to, to think about. Uh, I suspect that uh, um, these questions in the evening are going to be kind of reflective back over the day. But uh, what are you thankful for this evening? If you feel like sharing that, uh, you can do that in the comment section on the, uh, on the webpage. Um, and if not, maybe just say a prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord. God bless you tonight. I hope God gives you peaceful rest and that when you wake up in the morning that you'll come back and, and join me again for a morning devotion.